When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. 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 Turner Sparks just got married and has moved home to America after 12 years living in China. Sir Michael Ira Kaplan has two kids, a wife, a job, and has spent his entire life in the USA. Neither one can figure their country out. This is Lost in America. All right, everybody, welcome to Lost in America, episode 4-0. My name's Turner Sparks. My name's Michael Kaplan. Michael Kaplan. We made it to 40. We made it to 40 before I made it to 40. Exciting. Ex- we didn't get canceled. Yeah. We're still here. You can find me at Turner B. Sparks on Twitter. You can find Kaplan at K-A-P, Cap in America. America. On the pod today, we have hilarious comedian Will Sylvins. This guy hosts at the Comedy Cellar. He's there all the time. He tours the world. He tours with the Waynes Brothers very often. He's come out to China a few times. More importantly, he's a child of immigrant parents. Ah. He was born in Haiti. He came over with his whole family. They came to America. He knows how parenting works with immigrant parents. Cap, you got questions. I got questions, yeah, because I'm trying to raise an immigrant son. You have two kids. (laughs) You want them to grow up with the values of immigrants. My daughter's not an immigrant, no. Not these dirty Americans. Yeah, no, I want them to, yeah, no, exactly. Not these spoiled Americans. I don't want them to grow up as millennial kids, like the kids of millennials. Yeah, and people make fun of them too. And because they're of that age group, the only way to escape that is to raise them like immigrants, because like foreign countries don't raise like millennials. Right, I'm thinking of having them raised in Haiti. I'm going to see if that's an option. <laughs> that could be an option. Before that, last week. Yeah, we had a very patriotic day. At, uh, I came little... to your place for 4th of July. Yeah. With brought my wife, yeah, yeah, came too, came yeah, to yeah, Queens. from last week's pod, my <laughs> you wife. You may remember her from such, she's a real person, let me <laughs> you tell you. You may remember her. Okay, here's, but it was a little scary, was it not? Yeah, well, it was, it was a prepper. You live, Kaplan lives, right where, if anyone was watching NBC, where they had the Macy's. Fireworks. Fireworks. I live right in the hub of it. With Jennifer Lopez and the <laughs> Marine Corps band and all that. That was right outside your window. You could see my apartment. So they, blo- they blocked off, the, the police barricaded the entire neighborhood. There was yeah. Checkpoint checkpoint Charlie's yeah. <laughs> every I told you, I'm like, feet. you got to get here by 1 o'clock, because they said people who weren't residents couldn't even enter the... You had, to get a, you had to get a bracelet. Had to get a bracelet. We had to bring I IDs. I had a vouch for you, and you couldn't enter after one. It felt like a preview of what's going to happen when Trump doesn't leave office in a few years. Yeah, it's 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 the future. Uh, uh, this, there were sharpshooters. You can look out my window onto the uh, school below, and there were sharpshooters stationed there. I think Ye Pre- took pictures of that. We'll put yeah, them out. Yeah, every, there was those helicopter, military helicopters. I think she took photos of flying around. At one point, we w- we went for a walk. You wanted to get a sandwich from my grocery store, and uh, we saw every police officer in New York. It was. I would, they were like in a convention. No joke. I would say three hundred, two to three hundred police officers. Yeah, all around. There was no cars anywhere. There was no people anywhere. All there was was these checkpoints. Was, Show me your papers. Yeah, it was papers <laughs> every <laughs> ten papers, papers every ten feet. Yeah, we had to show our papers. So anyway, and, and there was people were not upset. But we're not happy about it locally. But I think it was a nice event, and uh, it was a good event, it, right? and it was good practice for our future. Yeah, something like that. Did you make it home okay? Because I, I, I had, I felt bad. I felt like I had to walk you to the end of the checkpoint. You did, and then you know you, I saw you off on your way. You got you well. They did have these. They had these German shepherds. <laughs> they, they were did. they were biting at everybody because I had parked on the other it, side of the street. 
And I was like, oh, I'll walk you to the subway, and then I'll go to my car, and I'll move it. I'll get a really good parking spot. No, luckily, I mean, not everyone made it. We found a couple safe houses along the way, <laughs> and we got out of there. We got home by about midnight. I, I don't know. I, I, I couldn't even get to my car. They wouldn't let me. That's what I had to tell you. They, they wouldn't even. They said, no, roads are closed. All in all. Basically, the whole neighborhood's. Uh, <laughs> it was a good 4th of July. Yeah. Let's get to Lawson. Let's there. get to it. Welcome back to the pod. I'm lost in America this week, Cap. Really every week, but some weeks we give you a break. My whole life. <laughs> but here's, okay, no, here's what I've I've lost and then found. I tried to, coming back here, what was it, nine, ten months ago now, I wanted to be American. I wanted to be American immediately. I tried to do everything that Americans do. Yeah. All I've been doing for my whole life in China, drinking tea. I drink tea, get up in the oh. morning, whatever, go to lunch. I was like, you know what, I'm an American, I'm going to drink coffee. I tried coffee, doesn't work, I'm giving it up. Okay, but first off, why? What is it about coffee that's American? I, 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 I don't so, like. What is it about that's American? Like, why is that American? I don't even. People don't drink coffee in other countries. They don't drink coffee in oh, in Asian countries, right? Asian countries, maybe they're just starting to. You're right, they don't really drink it in. We're forcing it down their throats. You're right, they drink like espresso in Europe and stuff. They don't Europe, really, they yeah, I'm not. Like, I don't coffee. know Europe. I'm yeah. in East Asia, man. <laughs> I'm on the other side of the There's world. No coffee? Are there Dunkin' Donuts in Asia? No. Oh my God, I can never go there. Actually, they do. They just got it, but it stinks. Oh, I'm in. Let's go, Rody. They have Carl's Jr. That's about it. Back to the topic. Okay. I'm not uh, I'm not drinking coffee. You want me to tell you why? Yes, tell me. I don't like the person that I am <laughs> when I'm on coffee. Okay, what ha- what becomes of you? Okay, first of all, I was like a real addict ignoring the warning signs. Okay. Here's the first warning sign. I drink two cups of coffee in the morning three or four months ago. Okay. I have a show at 11 o'clock that night. I'm still shaking when I'm on stage. My heart feels like it's pounding through my chest. I get so high off this coffee, right. I can't come back down. It was the worst show I've done the entire time I've been in New York City. Were you drinking the coffee for 7-Eleven? Is that your coffee of choice? No, this was from Taza. I don't know, some place uh, around the corner from my apartment. Shout out. All right, because I was like, 7-Eleven just tried to knock me with a bunch of sugar in their coffee. That, well, that I'm going to get to that. All right. Next so thing I did, all right. I had a cup of coffee maybe two months ago. I was driving around. I was in California. Started yelling at my, I started yelling at my friend's wife. <laughs> For no reason. She gave me the determined to tell turn right instead of turn left. I wait, told you. Wait, was she in the car with you? Yeah, oh, she was in the car. <laughs> and I freaked out because I, I feel like my heart's coming out of my chest. My skin's crying. This doesn't happen yeah, to you? That's called being alive. I get it every day. I drink. I get that I, normally. I drink eight cups of coffee a day. I think. I mean, I, how can you do that? I get that regularly. I, I wake up that way. Right, but dead sober, dead stinking sober. That's how you know your heart works. Getting your mileage out of it. <laughs> okay, you start yelling at people. <laughs> Next, I try to sit down to write. I'm I'm working on my book right now. I try. To, I go to the coffee shop. I was getting a cup of coffee, and then I'm like, I'll write for a couple hours. The minute that first sip of coffee goes into my brain, it's going so bonkers up there. I can't write at all. Totally kills my creativity. I think it. Well, is this happening to you? Well, I would go around. It makes me. You know, I got like uh, I write faster. I start typing faster. Although. That's probably why I haven't finished a book because I write too many <laughs> words and it doesn't make any sense. You need a maybe brevity. I get, maybe I should give a coffee. No, tea is, I'm telling you, tea is what I can write for hours. It's perfect. It's perfect what, literature. What are the benefits of tea? Like, why? It just Because it gets you a little li- bit up, but right. not over the top out of your mind. Like a co- more constant, like a. Like exactly. A, like a steady buzz. Oh, what would be the drug reference? Okay. What's uh... Next up, <laughs> my breath stinks. 
I don't really care about that, but people seem to say it. <laughs> Who's telling you? Wait, your breath's that bad from coffee that people are telling you? Yeah. Who's telling you? I don't know. People, my wife, other people. But you gave this up before your wife came back, it sounds like. Or you gave it up the second she, she arrived? You just were like, I'm giving just up coffee? Walk, I, I got homeless people on the subway telling me to brush my teeth. It smells so bad. <laughs> that doesn't happen to normal people? Their breath isn't bad on, when they're we, drinking well, coffee? Well, we brush our teeth. See, that's the thing. I brush my teeth after the coffee. Oh, you got to brush your teeth. I don't like to brush my teeth the second I wake up. I like to be What are you to... doing? The Colombian or what? <laughs> what is it that makes your breath not stink? I drink the Rwandan coffee. That's so my, here's what I drink. Rwandan? That's my country of choice. All right. Well, maybe Haiti. We'll get Will Savinson yes, here. We'll I find out. So the last thing, it all tastes the same. Coffee all tastes, like, if, if every single type of coffee tastes like 7-Eleven coffee, why am I drinking coffee? I need to get, give me some kind of beverage where there's variations. Yeah, I, I'm I, I'm a huge coffee drinker, but I, it's hard to argue with that. So I, I, I see what you're saying. You're like, I want, like, a beer. Beer is, like, there's different kinds. Yeah, exactly. Like I can get a wheat. I can get an amber. I can get a yeah, iced pale ale. I can get a red. Right, and nobody really knows the difference between, like, Colombian, where there will be, like, dark roast city blends. Yeah, like, what does all that it mean? It all tastes exactly the same. I w- the other day, I went to get a cup of co- a nice coffee at, there's, like, a hotel, a new trendy hotel down in Tribeca, and there's, like, a little coffee bar, like, in the hotel, and I went in. Yeah. Order iced coffee. How much is a nice coffee? How's it, how much has it been costing you since back in America for coffee? Two dollars. Yeah, five seventy two. And I let out an audible gas. I was like, uh, I, I would I, too. And the guy starts telling me how, oh, we have a fourteen day cold brewing process, and we yeah, use the cares? best beans. Pour over it, roast. It, it was fine. It tastes. I know what you mean. It tasted exactly like every other iced coffee I had. It know. all tastes the same. So. And then, okay, absolute last thing I'm gonna say. I someone told me, oh, if you don't like coffee, try kombucha. I tried that what once. What is kombucha? I don't know what that is. It's the devil's brew. All it did was give me heartburn. I puked off of kombucha. My heart was blasting. So don't anyone. What is kombucha though? I don't even know. They say it's like, like has anti. Have it? It's you, antioxidants or something. I'm like, this is right after I just like drinking a beer. I'm like, why do I want accidents out? I just got them in. Here, so anyway, off coffee. I'm back to tea. God bless America. Now you, we got a couple of reviews, right? Very quickly. Oh, we do have some reviews, and then we'll get to we'll get Will Vincent here. Well, thank you, and thank you to all our fans for giving us reviews. Please keep the reviews coming. Oh, we didn't say this. Amazon, everybody, go to our Amazon link. That's been going great so far. We have tons of people are buying stuff. Yep. The, the money's flowing in. We're keeping the lights on. We're getting better guests. So all you got to do, go to go to lostinamericapod.com, click on the Amazon banner in the top right, click that, and then it'll take you back to Amazon. Do all your shopping regularly. So if you're going to shop on Amazon anyway, click on our uh, banner first on Lost in America Pod. Do your shopping. A percentage of that comes back to us. Help support the podcast. If you like what you're listening to, if you're having fun with the pod, that's a way to help and if out. if you forget to do it, just Venmo Turner some money. That'll work, too. We'll, we'll put the address on there. <laughs> Let's get to the reviews. So we got two new reviews. One is from J.B. Kessel. Fantastic. He says, each week seems to get better. They have a, a new guest each week, as so the show stays fresh. Ooh. Excellent th- review. Thanks, JB. JB, shout out. And then we got one from an Ace Penga. Ooh. Ace, serious. Ace Penga. <laughs> Great stuff by real pros, exclamation point. See? More cowbell. More cowbell. Point. I don't even know what cowbell means, by the way. But anyway, and Duran Roots. Double exclamation points to Darren Roots. Oh, De'Aaron Roots. De'Aaron Roots. Oh, he's a De'Aaron Roots fan. Yeah, De'Aaron uh, Roots. Ace Panga. Yeah. And he says, bring back Tyler Sparks. He was the best guest ever. He was a good guest. Hard to argue. One of the top. One of the top uh, ten. I think it was his birthday. Happy birthday, Tyler Sparks. Happy birthday, Tyler. My brother. He's 39, so he's a year younger than our show. It's at 40 episodes. All right. Ants is an app. Ants is an app. Ants, you can get it in the app store up to, it's an app. You can put on your phone up to five minute voice recordings. 
audio recordings. You can record music. You can record poetry. Yeah. Beat poetry. Slam poetry. And we uh, big listener, Allie. Weber's yeah. Alley. Oh, yeah. She was at a restaurant the other day ordering food, and with the waiters, one of those waiters who doesn't write anything down. Okay. They think they can get it all. Messed up the entire order because they don't write it down. She had some choice advice for the young man. What'd she say? She said he should have enced it. You Told him all about it. This is, some, this is this another is... great use. Waiters out there, if you don't want you want to seem like fancy, you don't want to write things down, get out your phone, walk away, and immediately ence it. Or Ence-it. just leave it in your pocket. Ence with the person's talking. There you go. They and don't then, even have to know. Yeah, exactly. Free advice. So many uses for this ends. And that's why Weber loves you, Allie. All right. Let's get to <laughs> our guest. Will Slavins, come on in. Vince, Will, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. How y'all doing? We're Mike, doing good. Fantastic. <laughs> good to have you here, man. I'm glad to be here. This is a nice little studio. This is great. In yeah. studios. In studio, yeah. <laughs> house dance built. The carpet. So, well, uh, what we want to talk to you about is uh, your upbringing. You came up, you were, you're born in the United States, but your family's from Haiti. Yeah, and in my house, it was Haiti. Your house was Haiti? Yeah. <laughs> in what part yeah. of, from New York? Yeah, I'm from, from Brooklyn. Brooklyn, New York. Uh you step out the house, you're in New York. You step in the house, you're in Haiti. Really? Yeah. So what, uh, how, let's see, when did your parents came, come over here in the 70s? Oh, no, in the 60s, I believe. They came in the 60s? Yeah. Okay, cool. I was reading about Haiti earlier today because I was trying to do for research. This, for this interview? Yeah. So I was <laughs> no, trying to figure out. He reads about Haiti every day. I, just yeah, actually. it's just my normal routine. Just listen to Fuji's album. <laughs> <laughs> so I was trying to look up like all of the history of like how it came to be what it is now. But there's every like three years there was a new lead, a new takeover. Yeah, there yeah, There was like yeah. a lot of chaos, like a new yeah, government. Haiti, I'm going through some stuff still. But it's, it's, it's starting to get settled down. It seems like With it now, that. according to Wikipedia, the <laughs> last few the last few years have been more. Put the information. Yeah. Well, in. Sean Penn's been going there. Sean so, you know, Penn been a big help, man. He be, he been supporting. He's been helping out. Uh, Sean Penn been amazing. Um, the Clintons not so much. The Clintons at first people thought they were helping, but they was actually destroying and and out there profiting for them for their for pockets. real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not know that. They're oh, trying yeah, to get Haiti time. to help with the election, but they just—they're <laughs> <laughs> trying to get Haiti instead of yeah, Russia to steal the election. That was the problem. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. Yeah. And then, and then, what about? Because you've been back there. Yeah, yeah. I, oh. I was I was there three weeks ago. I did a oh. comedy show there. Oh, nice. It was great. It was packed. Maybe a thousand people. Nice. Yeah. It was, yeah. Haiti's not always all poor. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, what about? I heard Wyclef. Wasn't he stealing money from Haiti too? Uh yeah. I don't know. But yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> That's it. He was. So anyway, were you were you brought up? Were you raised in a Haitian neighborhood in New York or no? No, it was actually a Spanish and black neighborhood, mostly Spanish, and we was probably the only black family on that street, or maybe or maybe because every every street in New York City is like is like it changes. I'm not sure you guys notice that, but like you could you could be safe in one block, the next block like oh shoot, where's my wallet? Yeah, and next block like hey, what's going on? Next, you know, it, it, every every street tells a different story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Turner's so. still learning that. He's well, <laughs> I was talking to Storm. You know, Storm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. Storm was Storm's here. Like, I'm going to Harlem. Yeah. Storm wanted to go to every neighborhood where his favorite rappers grew up. Yeah, and oh, he was good. in New York. Dangerous idea. He <laughs> was in New York and then L.A. And he said L.A. was way scarier because. 
it doesn't change. He said like New York was he felt a little more safe because it would change by the block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in LA, just like on the block. Yeah. He went to South Central LA and he oh, called me God. in like the middle of a taxi cab <laughs> and he was like, "Oh man, this is." He's like, "There's like five miles in every direction. Yeah. I can't get out of here." Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I think because of New Yorkers, we we walk and take the public transportation so much. So, so it very. I don't know. I know that's the reason, but you know, yeah. you know, whereas LA, yeah, everybody drives so that you know. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then again, if you're not from that type of culture or, or ever, you you might be um, scared because of you know what the news portray of us. But we're not, we're not really. I'm sure he was fine. I think he ended up okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, so they were probably more scared of him because they thought he know kung fu and stuff. <laughs> yeah. They're like, almost with that Chinese guy, he know kung fu. Yeah, he might. Yeah. So he doesn't. Did yeah? I don't think he does. What <laughs> did your um? What brought your family here? To the United States was was that like a prof- like a profession like what your parents I didn't do? I didn't I didn't go deep into it with my parents but what I gather is basically opportunity and I think my dad um, did not like what the government was was doing at that time and he was in the military so he went I think he went I believe he went AWOL oh wow yeah I got I gotta ask my aunt about that. What did he do when you were growing up? What did your family do? My dad, well, he was an engineer. As a matter of fact, he got like, he got more than, I think he got like seven degrees, like re, uh, re, d- degree in refrigeration, plumbing, roofing, uh, flooring, uh, engineering, um, mechanics. He got like all these degrees, and then, and then he went from having nothing to like in the mid-'80s, he, he had like five houses in Florida, Whoa. And three houses in New York, so a total of seven. That's houses. a success story. Yeah, well, I mean, we didn't. I mean, growing up, I didn't feel like we. Were, <laughs> yeah. I couldn't. I could, we didn't get. I I can. You know, my mom's told me no for Christmas gifts. No, we don't have that. We don't have that in one in the budget. You knew the budget. Well, had to save up for eight houses. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Toys. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, when you're little, you you don't understand. You just yeah. want what you want. You want the toys. You yeah. want to go and play. But, you know, your parents have a plan, you know. I, I, it might be different what, for white people because no. you guys could ask for what you want and get it just no, by I tell cursing my, your parents I out. I to tell my kids that. Yeah, I have Cap, a plan. Well, that's what I we wanted plan. to get to. Did I you can't t- buy you that. I did you have plan. brothers and sisters? Yeah, yeah, three brothers. Three oh, brothers. Yep. Oh, wow. And you're which one? Third. You're the a third out of two Cap, older one, Two older, one younger. Here's what we want to do. We've th- figured that um, the way American people are raising their kids now is like. It's out of control. It's finished. And so the. What do you mean finished? It's out of control. It's oh, insane. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're doomed. <laughs> I mean, it's doomed. We're finished. Uh, yeah. So the only way Kaplan has two little kids, the only way he has a chance. Whoop their ass. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta learn that. You so that's, teach me that. that's rule number one. <laughs> take them, take them to to a black family house and let them watch them, and they yeah. they'll straighten up. That's a good at trading trading kids. Yeah, you know they how they student exchange or kids come from other countries. <laughs> yeah. Just go to another to a black neighborhood and yeah. you know, can you? Well, that's you, what I kind of do because my nanny, I'm kind of like my. They, they'll be like, well, he, she slapped my <laughs> she slapped my wrist, and I'm like, uh, just don't tell me about it I, if someone's disciplining you i'm a little where your nanny's black she's from guyana oh well, that's black the, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a yes guyana guyana's it's like an island it's like not it's part of south america but it's like it's, it's part of the island. caribbean culture because yeah. all the nannies to go off topic but they all hang my ex, out in, my ex girl is from guyana right okay yeah it's yeah, caribbean it's, culture yeah They're caribbean culture caribbean and uh the caribbean culture is actually pretty strict i i would say i would go as far as say they more strict than the African American families. Oh, okay, that's good to know. Yeah, because like like last night, fresh and we went out for dinner, which is like 
the worst when you go out to dinner with the kids. Well, so yeah, Who's just we? to finish this. Oh, oh yeah, God. So just to finish this, to set it up. We want advice from your family, from your, how you grew up, <laughs> yes. on how Kaplan should raise his kids. Because his only chance of raising successful kids is to raise them not like how American people raise them. Okay. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. That so, only chance. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> For all Americans are doing. Give them an advantage, actually. So, yeah, so like last night, for example. Who went talk, to dinner? Who's the was, we? Well, we, my wife, two kids. Mm-hmm. Mexican restaurant. Nanny? Chef. No, 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 no. Okay. We don't have a nanny. It's not like a. You don't treat like, you don't treat it to a good lifestyle. You, <laughs> you don't she's just watching the she kids. She get the we're, leftovers. Yeah, well, we're at work. You know, not, not during the weekend. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I don't bring the Keep podcast going. money. Doesn't pay for the uh, <laughs> yeah. for that yet. <laughs> it's paying. That ends for a nanny. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so we go for dinner, and um, you know, my son just starts in the middle of the meal. Everything's going great, and then uh, he just starts like it's like. I'm done. He just starts like smashing up his chips, putting his like chips in the water. He's my how old is your son? He's five. Oh yeah, ass, ass, ass whooping. Yeah, ass whooping. So <laughs> we start, but the problem with ass, it's like you're in public and it's like you're around a bunch of like white, white parents and stuff, and you know what? You can't be hitting your kids in public. So you start like you grab him by the arm and you're like, you try to be, you try to talk to him, and then they just start laughing at you. That's what they do. They start laughing at you, and you're like, you're, you're like they're they're mocking then, me here. And then ten years, they're gonna kill the whole family. <laughs> <laughs> so so how so how do you ask what? Well, well, ask? well, look, I I don't know, I don't know, I just know that first of all, we had a fear of my dad, right? A fear, like you know, is God then my dad? Yeah. Hmm. You know, or maybe Jesus a little bit, but Jesus, you know, like we'll talk to Jesus right. about my. So dad. if I raise an atheist, <laughs> then I can be tough. Please, Jesus, <laughs> uh, can you tell my dad not to beat yeah. my ass? Hey, uh, yeah. So, so when there's a fear, I believe, and because it's it's tough crossing that line with a, with a kid being a friend and being a parent. Right. Yeah. Where my dad, buddies, it was all parent. It right. was no no friend. <laughs> and so so um, if we act up in public, my dad or my mom would just give us a look, and we knew that look. Right. You know, when we first test that look, yeah. when we got home, we got our ass whooping it. And then, <laughs> and I, so that was like the, the like, okay, right, now right. we know. Can I ask? Because I always hear, no, yeah, comedians <laughs> will say like, oh, like, we, yeah, uh, in my family, we got our ass kicked, like white kids, whatever. What does that actually mean, get your ass kicked? Like, you get, they, they might, well, you like get what kind ass, of beating? Um, it depends on, on my dad's level of anger. So the highest anger was he had a belt. Just for ass whooping. Uh, <laughs> he didn't even wear it? Yeah, he didn't wear it. <laughs> and matter of fact, he said for us not to wear it. If he ever said, go get a belt for me to use to wo- to go to church or, you know, a belt. If he said, go get the belt to whoop your ass, you know what belt to get. You had to go get your own belt? Had to go get- I mean, that's sometimes, <laughs> cruel sometimes, cruel. sometimes if, you was, if we was in the backyard, he'll say, go get a, a, a thing from the tree and pull off the leaves to, you know, to so I could whoop your ass. Oh. Or, or he'll just say, go find something so I could whoop your ass. And that was the worst because... <laughs> find, like, a stuffed animal? Because, well, it's, a, it's, 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 it's fucked up your head because it's, it's like, I got to find something to whoop my own ass. Right, yeah. So you, and you knew from history, <laughs> you can't get something too small, then he'll get even angrier. Yeah, insult, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you can't clever. get something too big because that's your ass. Right. <laughs> you gotta find the perfect. So you gotta find a um, Yeah, you gotta a... find something, and you're hoping along the way you run into your grandma or your mama, and they'll stop it. You know, they'll... Sometimes, sometimes they'll stop it, but right. but you know. Who was the like in the hierarchy? So dad was number one. It wasn't like grandma would whoop your ass more. Grandma, grandma would lay down the law, but she was she was more forgiving. Okay. My mom would would be second, and then my dad was like, you know, he was the uh, uh, you know. 
You ran the house with iron fists. Yeah. Mm. He, was, he was a dictator for life. Yeah. <laughs> Kaplan, now what's your current style of... Oh, wait, discipline? can I say this real quick before I forget? Yeah. So my dad had all these keys, right? That's a, a gang of keys, uh -huh. right? I, I didn't know we had that many doors. <laughs> Matter of fact, we, in, my, in our room, we, we had no lock. We, could not, we were not allowed to lock any doors in the oh, house. Yeah, One yeah. time my brother locked the door. And my dad was like, who's inside? What, what are you doing? And then my brother went, I was just, I was just, he said, you, you, you pay bill? You pay bill? He's like, no. Okay, so you don't get to lock doors. Yeah. Oh, I you agree have, with my, that. I mean, my three-year-old locks, locks the door the other day, and I, it was like 15 minutes, and I'm like, they're playing in there. What, how much harm yeah, could okay. be? I, I'll, I'll put a picture up. You should have seen. They took out every single piece of clothing from the closet, every book, every toy. It was a pile. And then apparently underneath the pile, Ruby, my three-year-old, said she peed. And when I Ooh, freedom, started cleaning up, and there's have. like pee, there's a pot. I was like, what? I don't even know how you discipline that. <laughs> so. my, when we did stuff like that, or anything remote like that, my dad had a facial expression when we knew like, oh shit, it's, right. it's, it's about to be on. This is it. Because he gets so angry where he won't even have a facial expression. <laughs> Got it. You know, so, so oh, the thing with the keys I was saying yeah. was, um, so every time we heard the keys, it was like uh, it was like you know like you know how like when you train a dog like with Pavlov's the dog jingle. yeah so we heard the keys whatever we was doing we stopped what we were doing and we pull out any close random book and pretend we was reading that book because <laughs> the keys meant he's uh, the keys man he's yeah. in there because he had to he, every time he saw us especially during school time we had to be reading you know uh -oh. say we're not reading we better be cleaning we're not cleaning That's good we'll be asleep yeah, yeah. So, he, like they, they what else you doing sure you know what I'm saying so if you catch us watching TV. Did you finish your homework? Yes. Okay, then you could watch TV for five more minutes. Yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm And I'm so you would just take out whatever, but it could be we'll like put, War and we, Peace. Yeah, it could be like <laughs> six years old. Yeah, we would start reading and stuff. And because that was a, a form of discipline after yeah. a while, he he would just like instead of beating us, uh, he said, "Go get a book. Go go start reading." That's right. a good one. And yeah. the thing is, my older brother messed up because he was reading one time. And in between the books, my dad looked over. He was looking at his baseball cards. Ooh. And from that point, day on, my dad told us to read out loud. And like, dude, you You're just... All simultaneously oh. reading out loud? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? So we had to read out loud. So no matter where we were, like, like one time we was in the supermarket, <laughs> and my, one of my brothers messed up, and my, my dad said, go, go find something to read. In right? the supermarket, you're like, and a he just book. Put, <laughs> he just picked up a seal box and just started reading it. There's <laughs> vitamin C, twenty percent, vitamin cholesterol, and just start, start reading that. And then he had to go put that box back when he was done because we couldn't afford <laughs> yeah, them. I mean, Cap, you box. could do that. Supermarkets are a stressful like, time too. They start knocking things down. Yeah, yeah, oh, not, and and asking for stuff you can't. That's that's not in the budget. Yeah. Cereal. Oh, cereal. <laughs> now what's expensive? You guys seen a box of cereal now? What about like the what about the did, regular? Did you, get, did you just ignore my question? Did no, you say, I'm sorry. What no, I didn't how see expensive you. cereal is. How expensive? It's freaking like ten dollars or something for a box of cereal. Oh, I only buy the special stuff on special and then I try to talk the them into like Special stuff like on special. Like it was a the box <laughs> yesterday was on a sale I mean, for like nine dollar ninety nine. And I was like, you should get the, you want to try this cereal because it had a soccer player on it. He's like, okay, and then but he didn't like it this morning, so it totally backfired. No, you so, may we was forced to. Yeah. We was like, yeah, you're going, like oh, you're going to like it. Did yeah. you get sugar in your cereal? Yeah, we used to put sugar in. in oh, cereal. you did. So we, my, well, they'll buy like the the name, the non-name brand. Yeah, you know the one that just say you know cereal. Yeah, <laughs> it says <laughs> and we just like, load up. the name of the store on it. Yeah, <laughs> Pathmark cereal. <laughs> yeah, you know. I was going to talk continue on food for just a second. So like, your parents put out a meal. You kid, you eat what your parents put out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, of that's course. like a yeah. given. Do you, See, this is the problem in another part of the like 
the white people, millennial kids. Uh, it's like the kids dictate what they want to eat, what they'll eat. You're so difficult. My kids won't eat anything. So what do you do when they don't eat anything? I mean, that's what I'm asking. I don't know. I know what you just do. Like my my daughter will just eat like plain pasta, and then she'll want to eat just plain pasta every meal. My son eats broccoli now. You, you, your problem like, is you're giving him too much freedom <laughs> right, at this yeah, early that's age. Right. Yo, exactly. dude, what is wrong with that's you? It's like that. It's like that lady in in uh, California. She took McDonald's to court because they she blamed that she said McDonald's made her kid fat. Yeah, you heard about that story? Nope. Yes. She, 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 like the kid was stories. the kid was uh she. At seven or eight years old, she took McDonald's and called, hey, you made my kids fat. I called every time I drive by, she's like, mama, I want McDonald's, I want McDonald's, I want McDonald's. And then, and then she, oh, I'll give you McDonald's. This is Kaplan, 100%. And like, it's, like, it's like, what the, <laughs> who the hell is the boss here? Dude, yeah. you got to lay the law down. Yeah, no, in our Get home, a belt. The kids are one. Just pretend you got a split personality, but I don't know who the hell you're talking about. Yeah. That dude is gone and dead. All right. Get your ass to bed. If you don't want to eat, go get your ass to bed. Go study or to bed. You got two choices, bed yeah. Or go find a book to read. All right. The I'll reading's say. a good one. Yeah, I like that. Because you can also do that with like hipsters in Brooklyn and they're not gonna judge you negatively. Yeah. Like if you if you're yeah, hitting no, 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 no. The thing read, is that yeah. they don't do neither one, the, the belt comes out. So yeah. I'm not yeah. sure the hipsters are gonna be. I would be just love it just in a social <laughs> yeah. as a social experiment in a in a restaurant in my neighborhood in in Brooklyn, in like or Queens, anywhere in New York basically. If you just went to like some trendy restaurant and your kids start acting up and you just whipped out your belt just to like display <laughs> it. Like what the place where this everyone would just drop their they would just draw us a drop. They'd be like, what? Well, my mother used to do this thing in public when we messed up. She'll talk without moving her lips. I'm sure that's pretty done before, but it was true in my in my in my house. It was acting up in the supermarket. Show yeah. you don't start right now. <laughs> <laughs> and mind you, we probably didn't understand a word she was saying, but we knew what it meant. Yeah, yeah. You know, yo, my foot crashed on you. Oh, did they have the? Did you? Did you guys speak uh, Creole? Creole? Yeah. And you un, you speak it as well, or you yeah. understand it? I understand it now more. By well, that's an advantage because then uh, you can. It's almost like a code. You can say whatever you want in the other language, and the rest of the well, city doesn't understand. Well, yeah, but still, I mean, if you, you don't have to speak the language to know when <laughs> yeah. when someone says something, and all the and the kids start crying, like, "Whoa, what did you just say to him?" Like. I just tell him he's going to have a good birthday, <laughs> and he don't like it. He don't, oh, he don't like his birthday. <laughs> what about, like, dating? What about girls? Were you, oh, was there was, an age where you were allowed to or not? He was not allowed to have girls because my dad thought girls would distract us from school and, oh. and get bad grades. So we couldn't really talk about girls or bring girls over. So we just, you know, we just, you know. Until what age? <laughs> um, Forever. Now. <laughs> I was twenty. I had to leave the house to like you know. I didn't get. I I had my first girlfriend at eighteen, and yeah. my first kiss at eighteen. Wow. Yeah. Has first time. I had my first hug. This is gonna sound bad. <laughs> I had my first hug at fifteen from a from a priest at Ooh. my church. Wait, your parents didn't <laughs> hug you? I mean, you know, this is your parents' hug. You don't care about that oh, shit. I'm talking okay, about from, okay, a, okay. from a stranger. From a foreign Yeah, from yeah. girls had hugged you? Uh, hell no. And the girls was, they, they was afraid or they didn't want to touch me. <laughs> but I mean, I, I probably had girls that had crushes on me, but right. I didn't have, yeah, I, no. it was not a two-way street. I feel like that's almost like a way of just saying hi in America. It's like you a hug. hug. Like, well, oh, that's newer, right? Yeah, that yeah but back then, you know. Not you know, the case. Yeah, I mean, I remember I, t I was telling my priest that. <laughs> And then he was like, he was like, um, I, I don't know how we got into it. And I just said, hey, I never got a hug. He said, what? Come here. And he hugged me. It, it felt good, but it felt bad. 
<laughs> not, I didn't know nothing about you know priests were, were right. smashing the kids back right. then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm just saying, felt bad because it was a dude. Right. And my dad was like, my dad never gave us no. He you know, never showed any kind of like you know. Oh really? Um, affection towards my mom's in public, like you know, like we had to you know kiss him on the cheek. How Italians kiss each other on the cheek? Yeah. As a, as a salute, like when when he comes in, we kiss him on the cheek to greet him. But that was about it. But ain't no yeah, salute. That's also what I mean. Yeah, and you, and you, if you forget to to greet your dad, you got punished. And my yes. dad, he so there was different forms of punishment. It was like you know the beating, of course, right. then the reading, and then this other thing when uh, when it was in the fifth grade or sixth grade, he found out my teachers to discipline us used to make us write a hundred times of what you did that you will not do that. I and so that. my dad thought Trump that board. oh wow that's great. Yeah, he took that and then he said, "Go right, go right now, five hundred times." Right. Yeah, I would learn to greet my 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 father. That's a good one. They my did that. In my probably want to type that on the iPad. They call, but they call that it, um, uh, child abuse now. Really? It is. Yeah. They did that at my Catholic high school, and then if you finished early, you had to number each word. Wow. Yeah, One, two, yeah. three, four, five. You're like, I'm done. They're like, now start. I remember the eyes are easy because you drew a straight line, do a bunch right. of de- slashes and shit. Oh. <laughs> you know, you try to do it like, uh, um, what do you call those pl- those places that the factories that make that make cars? Like yeah. assembly line. Huh? Yeah, like assembly line. Assembly line. Yeah, yeah. Assembly line, I will not chew gum in class. What yeah, about so. music? Was there any kind of music you grew up listening to? My parents were always Beach Boys <laughs> all the time. I can we, see that. We grew up to country music. American old country? school country music. Uh Johnny Cash, uh, Dolly Parton, oh. Glenn Campbell, Will and Jennings, um, Willie. Uh, so I, I grew up. L- Willie Nelson. Willie, yeah, of course. I grew up so, just listening to old school country. So wow, no kids nine, music. Two, what five. about the kids music? No, no we, well, we used to listen to hip hop, <laughs> right. of course. But when you know, hip hop was like um, was like dessert, right? Like it was not played out the, the, all the, during the day. Was all country, and and at nighttime, night for us was like seven. Till ten, yeah. we could listen to our hip hop. What did your parents think of hip hop? They they didn't. They just thought it was it was loud. It was loud. Oh, okay. They didn't understand the words. Oh, okay. But hip hop back then, you gotta understand, it was it was actually insp- insp- inspirational. It was uplifting. You oh, know, it was like stay, like Run DMC, stay in school and stuff like that. Run DMC, the, or or the message, yeah. the message. <laughs> you guys heard the message. Don't push me because I'm close to. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that that hip hop was actually. Educational and uplifting, and they had you know some party hip hop, but the hip hop now, you know, ugh. yeah. I, what about the police? <laughs> what was the idea of police? Oh, you, I think you meant the band. <laughs> I mean, like I know, right? You went from music to <laughs> actual. Uh, the police. Um, it was a tricky thing because my mom, my mom, and my dad always said that they, they, the running line was, "Be careful because you're black." Yeah, you know you, you know you could, you know you, your friends could get away with it, but because you're black, yeah. you won't. So, you know, in a sense, they was telling us be careful because you get arrested. Like be to, extra careful compared. Yeah, to don't think else. that you could get away with things that your friends can't because they can because of their skin color. So my shoes also always rough her skin. Like don't forget because of this. Your mom. Yeah, my mom and my, and my dad. You know, he said it but didn't say it. I probably can't use that one on my kids. Because yeah. you're black, you can. You can. You're privileged. You're privileged. Yeah, you can get away that's, with it. That's go the opposite message. You're, in fact, you get away with it right now because you're privileged. Go egg someone's car. <laughs> you think because you're white you could do this to me, huh? <laughs> yes, daddy. Ah, you're right. Speaking of, uh, I had one other question that's that's always struggle as far as discipline goes. 
bedtime. Like, what was bedtime like growing up? Did you guys have like strict? Yeah, we had um, during school during school days. We had to be in the bed by ten o'clock. During summertime, we it got extended to eleven o'clock. Oh, and during school days, we had to be in the house by six p.m. And house. during summertime, we had to be in the house by nine p.m. And that was all the way up until college. Wow. That's that. What's your rule, Kevin? That seems like well, well <laughs> we have to be in the house when I'm in the house because I'm in the, they're at five and three, so it's a little. Oh no, yeah. But, but if my dad drove home and saw us outside at six oh five. First, yeah. so he'll drive and we'll look at his face and he see our face, and you could t- and he'll park the car by. Oh shit, we run so in the house. You could be out on the playground playing basketball or anything. The playground or, or whatever. The playground. Or, yeah. No. <laughs> no, no we couldn't leave the we couldn't <laughs> leave the the porch. Right. Is this couldn't leave the porch? What about like we was forbidden to just be on another person's foot on uh, a doorstep? And right. my dad, we could be on the block during summertime. Yeah. But but you couldn't be on someone's porch, like on their steps. Wow. Because you just on, you could you was forbidden like because our cause, property our yeah well because my mom's theory is if something happens she'll know what's going on in that house it could be a crack house it could be a bad things happen right the fact that you're there the cops come there and you'll be associated with them I mean I'm in an apartment building but my kids could run out of the apartment and they just they I was going to the bathroom the other day I heard the door open Ruby they were just, gone Ruby just opened doors running around the hallways with the dog it's it's crazy no, well, well, we, yeah. we 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 lived in a, in a he owned the house yeah. But there was another family upstairs on the last floor that he used to rent the house to. And we couldn't even go up there without permission. And you knew them. <laughs> yes. and we, they were, the, they they were, were the tenants. They were, yeah, they were tenants. They were doing business with your yeah. dad. No, bedtime is like American. So American kids, you know, they have all these bedtime rituals now. It's what like, you, you know, there's like oh, you gotta 17 read books. books and songs and this and that and the stars. Pajamas. And story time and... Yeah, it's isn't that isn't that the same thing that's been happening for years? I, I, probably. I mean, it wasn't when I, I don't remember growing up that much. I don't think it was that extended. Now I feel like it's gotten worse. But my kids, they, they fight. They're like, it's just impossible to get them to stay in the bed. Once they get out of the crib, <laughs> I can't get them dude, to stay in the bed. Dude, what is wrong with you, dude? <laughs> I don't know. Coming to you. I, I think it's not your kids, it's you. Uh-huh. Like you need to get your ass whooped. <laughs> right. Get your get, get the belt out here and just whip me. Uh, yeah, yeah so. in fact, sometimes, you know how like they had like um some TV shows that were like you know, extended to two hours, so it went from like eight, no, from nine, ten, yeah, you eleven. Can, you couldn't watch the snow. Well, we used to wait till our parents went to sleep. We'll put the the, the covers over the TV, Ooh. and one person will watch. That's well, we point. learned that one person had to stay and watch because when all of us were watching TV, my mother would come in and see that because they'll see it. You know, you needed a lookout. <laughs> so we, so one person had to sacrifice and couldn't watch that show, <laughs> and had to had to look out. And the thing is, and they'll they'll keep their ear by the by the door, yeah. Because any little movement, yo yo, they coming, they coming, they coming. <laughs> and the cover goes off, TV goes off. But then uh, they caught us because we had one of those TVs that didn't just cut off. <laughs> it cut off, and there was that little star in the middle. Oh, Ooh, it took so like then, a minute to like yeah, wind like, down. Like, oh, right. So like so then yeah. But what we learned was we just put like a because it, it's dark. We will put like a pillow, or a piece of paper, yeah, to cover it. You know, we got, you know, we learned to beat the system. Right. Nice. No matter what the parents do, the kids are always trying something. But what about like. It's sl- called beating the system in our yeah. house. Yes. <laughs> Until the system beats another thing you. Was, system beats we, you yeah. Another thing was we couldn't, like my dad kept, in the wintertime, he kept the heat low. Right. You know, to, save cause, to save money. But yeah. it was cold as shit. So when he went to work, we turned that heat up. Yeah. And then he came home one day. Because we forget to turn the heat up. And like, let's say he came home at five. We'll be like, all right, make sure you cut the heat off by like three. But one time he came home 
and we forgot to cut it at three, and we called for like four thirty or something. Yeah. And he came home, be like, "Why is the house so warm?" <laughs> and he went and touched the thermostat. Yeah, the, 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 on it. The, no, he touched the not the the yeah. the heater the. The, the furnace or the, the furnace yeah. well not yeah, yeah the furnace with a hot water run. yeah yeah he'll go and touch it and feel like it's warm he, who turned up to me there <laughs> and then we're like oh shoot we all got we got we got i think we got discipline we didn't get beatings because it was too comfortable you can't do a, you do a yeah. mass beating like if you're all guilty of something can oh you, yeah so while, 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 just like, with the mass beatings like, was he'll beat like one german style. the last one was was the lucky one because by the time he got to the last one he was tired right oh so he did it once <laughs> so right. yeah so whoever was like we, we, we the on first it? one was that was, was his order ass age or how do you decide on who goes first <laughs> we, we it was draw straws it was whoever like was it like you know the first the one that did the the crime right got it first and then and then the rest of us got it for being accomplice for not telling mm-hmm. uh we're not turning yeah. him in yeah, basically, I'm not counting, but yeah, we're not going. Yeah, we're going to do it. like, hey, dad, so and so, let the heat on, yeah. turn on the heater. Like, then we're, we're not going to trust that dude ever again. Like, dude, that was a good move. It's like if you, if one of you don't tell me what happens, everyone's getting a beating. Yep. You know, what I need is, you know, a few weeks ago we had that billionaire idea, the task rabbit for a, a, a someone who watch your kids for you and do fun stuff. Yeah, we need an alternate version, a task rabbit. Does this planarian dad? You need to hire out. I need to hire a Haitian. You wife, you got all these things. Yeah, like, uh, like <laughs> that's unheard of. And I'll be threatening. A task? What? I got the task guys coming. And uh, there's guys you can hire who like an app now. They'll just come to your house, like fix things. Dude, in my house, paint my dad would be this. like, "Who got money for that?" Just, just like my mom would just pull a VCR, DVD, and leave the house. If you mess up, you you know. So you were allowed to watch TV then? A lot, like when, lot, yeah, when I mean, yeah, TV we could watch TV, of course, but not. We were all supposed to read during school. And all, all, you know what kept us from getting left back? What? Uh, my dad said, anybody who get left back uh, will get an ass whooping, of course. Then the entire summer, you had to read from sunup to sundown. You couldn't go outside ever. And you only come down to, to eat and then go back to reading. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Three months. The entire summer. Jeez. Dude, that scared <laughs> But Jesus. Did anybody get that? No, we all, no, we never got, nobody. No. Mine was, Hell no. Mine was always. Well, that would have made, made the news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Impressive. Mine was always you had to go, uh, it was military school. That was the big uh, Yeah, we were talking threat. about <laughs> My parents, like everyone, we all had one cousin who somehow, like that distant sounds, cousin. Yeah, my who went mom to, got had sent a cousin. Every school. white family, my mom has a cousin who went to military school. He straightened him out, my daddy said. Yeah. Really straightened him out. He came back, he was saying, yes, man. Yes, and then man, when I was in high school, my dad said. Wait, wait, said, so you, you, as kids, you heard these stories? We were yeah. threatened that we were going to be sent away to some like horrible military school. My parents gonna, did like, the same thing. Yeah. And, and it, you're going to have to get a haircut, like get a buzz cut and join the military. And you're going to, yeah, basically, you're going to have to have manners. That would have been like a a good thing for us. You would rather get sent <laughs> yeah, like, can we get to military? Yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. If they beat you, you can like, take them to court. It sounds like yeah, your like, parents would send your your kids to my house to it, my oh, 100 Haitian school. You, you should just do that. You need to find a Haitian family and send your kids there. For Haitian the military school. Wait, what about sleepovers? Did you get to go spend the night no. at other kids? I just kids? told you couldn't stay. We couldn't stay at someone's porch, let alone in the house. <laughs> Even if it was like planned. Did, out? Did you pay attention to this conversation? <laughs> Are you paying attention to this I podcast? Mean, if it was like planned out in advance. No, no, dude, not at all. We couldn't sleep over at no one's house. It was forbidden so you didn't play like there's no like extracurricular activities then and stuff like, no we could play, play outside like, outside was open ground like we played freeze tag right. we played catch and kiss oh, okay. i mean we couldn't kiss the girls in front of my parents 
and, <laughs> but there were they, then again, <laughs> there were no <laughs> girls that were, would let her, would what play catch and kiss. You just grab you, you yeah. well, while the guys will chase the girls. Right. It was four girls, five, four guys will chase the girls when they catch them and kiss them. So you, you get <laughs> we would to all one, be in jail now, and you go <laughs> and kiss them. And when now. you get when they get kissed, they get they come and sit on the base. Base was the the <laughs> the home like you know the right. porch. Right. But it was always our porch because we couldn't sit on someone. So so when we teach his girls to get away so, from predators, you know how like someone's porch was base or someone's house was base. Yeah. Um um, we would when we when we when it was someone else's house. We would just be outside, just hold, just touching the house like this, but not stepping on the porch. Just right. you know, okay. one hand on the yeah, just one hand on the gate, and that's it. Yeah, technicalities. Like, but yeah. But meanwhile, catch and kiss sounds like a fun game, and you know it's better than ordinary. You guys sports. not play street games? There's a hot piece of butter. You know hot piece of butter? No, what's that? What's hot, hot piece, piece of butter? Was your way of getting back? Um, basically, <laughs> you you hide a belt, you hide the belt, you you get a belt. Okay. Uh-huh. And like let's say he's ten kids playing. One, if you're it, you you. Everybody close their eyes and you go and hide the belt. Okay. Right? And then you come out and say, okay, hot piece of butter, come and get it. <laughs> and so every every kid start looking for the belt. And then you, who hit the belt, would, would start telling people cold, cold, warm, okay. cold. So the warm kid, like, oh shit, warm. Then every kid ran to where that kid was. Okay, warm, wait, wait. Okay, warm, warm. Cold, cold again, warm. Uh, hot, hot, hot. And then when he find the belt, he gets to whoop any kid's ass. <laughs> I was within, wondering if that was going to be the payoff within, or not. Within grabbing this. This is the whoop, best game of all time. How many whoops do you get? How many whips do you get in? Do you have dude, like a what, couple you, Dude, you get in? Would you, what, so like, so, like time so once you catch, once you get the belt, everybody had to run to... you can't to, whip to, the guy who was giving you clues, right? No, everybody had to run to base. Oh, run to base. Oh, okay. So base was, was where like, <laughs> once you get to base... So you would you would hide the belt away from base. You wouldn't hide it near base because their base is right there. Okay, So So you had... So the person hiding it gets to be like a voice... Like the, audience the person, never sort of for this game. They get to watch the beating. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. That seems... And then so he... So, so the person who finds <laughs> the belt gets to... You get to whoop these kids' ass, whoever you could catch. Uh-huh. And then, then then um then he gets to hide the belt. And then the guy who got whooped gets to hide the belt. No, no, no. The guy who found the belt gets to hide oh. the belt. Should we play an adult version of this game? Should we organize this? <laughs> yeah. It's called prison. But the, yeah. but that whooping was some some kids you could tell the kids who got whooping the night before because they're the ones like, oh the fuck out with you. Why you like Well, he got ass whooping last night. He's taking he's taking out on us. Oh shit. Yeah. All right. I think should we end there? No, we could do, I'll continue a little bit. You good? I got okay, five cool. minutes. What, wait, one more game. You had any more games? Any more uh, street games? This is the butter. best. Yeah. Uh, red light, green light, one, two, three? We had that. Red Rover, Red Rover is where you clothesline people. I, I don't know what that one is. That's like Red Rover, Red Rover, send Will over, and then you'd have to run through a wall of people with their arms out trying to like clothesline you. Oh, no, we never played that. <laughs> we played Booty Up. We just played. What's that? Booty Up. You know the Spalding Ball? Like a tennis ball? Yeah. No, the sport, the rubber one. Tennis okay. one is like, like a racquetball, like, yeah. Yeah, so the, the sporting ball. So when we played by like, like one, two, three, when you caught the person, the, the losers had to go against the wall, <laughs> and the rest of us would throw the, the ball at your booty. Oh, we call that butts up. Yeah, you play, booty up. Yeah, booty yeah, up, yeah, butts yeah, up. yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's played fun. I don't but, know. but booty up could be played with any game. So, so like, let's say you play checkers. We booty up. Sure, the that's loser, the way you lose. Yeah, and you go against the wall, you <laughs> aim for that butt. Could be a way to train. Teddy we had this like chest. variation on like like racquetball, and you and you go against the wall. You 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 hide your head because you don't want your head get hit. <laughs> right. Yeah, you, yeah, and your booty was up. Oh, and when you got hit that butt, ooh, and there's always that hit. one like baseball player throws oh, like an dude, eighty mile that... an hour right at you. Did not play that game. 
Yeah, that was, was a bad game. I was busy, like, playing You could tell, you could tell the gay ones. They'd be like, uh, can I, can <laughs> like, I take your place? <laughs> <laughs> can I take his place? <laughs> and he do it with his pants down. Go ahead. <laughs> Bends it over and... Yo, right, put your pants up. Go ahead. It, it, <laughs> it takes the fun out of it. It, it hurt less. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Will, so wait. Final wait, advice for Kaplan. You've heard his parenting style. <laughs> Dude, you got to go and revamp and lay the law down. And you got to say, yeah, you got to lay the law down. And you gotta be strict, man. Like you don't have to be probably don't have to you know be hardcore, but you gotta you gotta lay the law down. You gotta tell them, listen, I'm not playing. Don't smile. Right. No smile. Any smirk, anything, any laughing. Right. He's gonna think, ah, daddy joking. Right. No, no freaking smile. smiling. Get serious. Get yell a little bit. Yell a little louder. You know the the less he you know. I told you get inside. I told you get inside. I told you get your ass inside. Yeah. That's you it. Know? And let me ask you. You think I'm playing? You think I'm? You know what? You, you know what? Where's where's my uh, get my belt? Get my, I guess start wearing a belt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and what do you? We, we gotta come up with a because say this works. And Teddy, my kids are the best behaved kids in Long Island City. And other parents start asking me for advice. You know, like this the tiger mom thing. Like, what can we call this? What's like, tiger mom? The, the, tiger mom's the Asian, like the, the Asian, Asian mom, mom version that, of like disciplining your kids. Yeah. So what's can we call this? The Haitian? Like, do we have a fancy name we can call the it? Haitian that? dad? Haitian dad? Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I read yeah. a book called Haitian Dad. Yeah. <laughs> you go market that. Co-author. You'll get a cut of it since it came. Raising, out raising, ha raising Haitian kids. There you raising, go. Raise them Haitian. Raising Haitian. Raising Haitian. Raisin Haitian. All right, Will Savants. Thanks for Yo, doing thank it, you, man. Uh, I awesome. know you got to run. Is there anything you want to promote? Yeah. Oh yeah, my out? um, I have a movie coming out. Is a, is a, is a well, I'm doing a Kickstarter for a film. Um, it's called I Am Maurice, and we did a trailer for it. It's on YouTube. Uh, if you type in uh, I still have a soul HBO, I still have a soul HBO. You can see the trailer. Um, and the Kickstarter starts in October. Cool. So maybe I could come back before then and talk about it. Yeah, yeah let's sure. do it. That's we cool. can come on back. Sweet. Well, I'll give you an update on what's going on. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna see we'll school, see how his Haitian kids yeah. are doing. <laughs> Come back. The kids tied him up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be in jail. So There'll be no podcast. Be... <laughs> One of the other parents going to rat me out. <laughs> his kid will be in jail for playing catch and kiss. Catch and kiss. I ain't going to say it. Uh, next time. Next time. All right. You can also see Will all the time at the Comedy Cellar, right? Yep. Yeah. Comedy Cellar yeah. and uh, Will Sylvans. Will, we want to. Oh, you're probably going to say that. Will. Will one L S Y L V I N C E, all the social media stuff. Come thanks. check it out. All right, thanks, all right. Will. All right, thanks, guys. We're back. Thanks to Will Sylvance for doing the pod. Yeah, that was awesome. Lesson I'm, learned, Cap. I'm a little bit shaken now. I'm uh, I'm excited to hear what happens with Teddy I, and I Ruby. I feel like a total failure. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm excited for. I'm not going to be able to get any playdates because people are going to listen to this podcast and think this is. Uh, uh, I'm taking up this new disciplinarian approach, and they don't want their kids part of it. Oh, but. we should have asked him if his dad would also get the belt for like other kids that would come over. Right. That's, <laughs> yeah. Next time. Next time. All right. Let's get to the news. Let's get to it. First news story. We're sticking with the parenting theme yeah, here. Yeah, you got to stay on message. Dad overdoses on heroin to teach his addict son a lesson. Yeah. From the New York Post. A Sheep's Head Bay father was so angry when he found his heroin-addicted son's stash that he shot it up himself and almost died of an overdose. 
just to send the message to the kid. I told him, he said, I told him if you're not going to stop, I'm going to do the same as you do, said Sergey Gostinovsky, 45, of uh, New York. Yeah, Sheepshead Bay is a very Russian area. I was going to interject. It's like super Russian part of Brooklyn. Oh, okay. So this is a different style of Brooklyn parenting, and I didn't even see it. His name is Sergey. I, I like this guy's ideas. Well, have you done anything like this? Have you done anything with your kids where you've they've done something wrong, and so you're like, I'm going to do the same thing? I haven't. I've always heard about it, and I've and now I've never thought about it with with drugs. But I'm excited because I never did heroin. There's a lot of stuff I haven't tried. Yeah. And now if my kids, I don't want my kids to do heroin. But now if they do, I look at the bright side. Be like, now I get a chance to try it. God forbid. <laughs> God it happens. Forbid. One of them starts heroin or crack or. <laughs> I, I, this is your chance actually, to dabble. Actually, I haven't done any drugs. Yeah. And now I get to. I'm an OD. You're gonna watch. <laughs> you know? Or if my kids have a problem, like if I find out, like my kids got to probably masturbate too much. I'd be like, you know what? <laughs> I'm gonna go in the room. And, no, you know. So this is this is good parenting lessons. More different style. I don't know what Will would have said, but so that's that's my take. I well, I was it should be a good one with uh, beer. If you're like, oh, oh beer, oh yeah, catch him drinking a beer. Yeah, that's a good one too. You call me up, we just go out and get drunk. Yeah, that we night. get drunk. I mean, I don't want. I hope they don't talk cigarettes. I don't want to have to do that thing where I smoke a carton of cigarette thing because no, I don't like smoking. That doesn't sound fun. Yeah. That's the one they do it with most, right? That's the one I've heard of. Is a kid it. smokes yeah. one you, cigarette. But you're supposed to make them do it, not you do it. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, you're you right. make them. Like, I like this. You're taking the, like, <laughs> like now you see how it feels. You watch your dad die. It's a kind of. It's a, <laughs> it's a little morbid. Yeah. I there, wouldn't mind if you catch a kid watching too many Sacramento Kings basketball games. Then I'm like, all right, right. I'll watch them all. He's playing too many video games. He's getting away. I'm, I'm going to show you the effect of video games, son. I'm going to. Play an entire NBA 2K season right now. <laughs> Sit back and watch while doing heroin. Yeah, while doing heroin. Let's go. <laughs> Next story comes to us from Heat Streak. One <laughs> of our the way you say that, so I keep saying you start favorites. <laughs> Trendy moms are asking their babies permission to pick them up now, in parentheses, so they don't turn into rapists. Right is the headline of, of the story. Enterprising new parents claim to be expanding the boundaries of consent, even though their infants can't talk and barely understand the world around them. You don't want to turn your kids into rapists at any point. You definitely don't. That I agree with. But especially at an early age. Well, you want your kids to be prodigies at anything they do in life. But no. But this goes exactly <laughs> again. <laughs> but yeah. If you're going to do it, be good at it. Yeah, yeah. Be young, you know, the Doogie Hauser of rapists. But no. Uh, I, I, the thing is, this goes. Oh, sorry, go <laughs> no, that's like in what's that movie in Blow? Have you seen Blow? No. Oh Where yeah. The, the guy's like he finally at the end he's getting arrested and his mom's all disappointed. He's like, Mom, all you, at least you could say I was good at what I did. Exactly. And or like in goes, Boiler Room, would have been good at anything. Exactly. So, well, I think you know, uh, Will was giving me last year as a parent. I'm not a good disciplinarian. This is the exact opposite of what Will's advice was. Right, but I'm one thing I'm good at. I could pick the kids up. I, that's like when I'm like, the only thing I could do disciplinary-wise, I could be like, nope, you're not doing that, and grab them. I'm good at the quick grab. Okay. Kind of like I yell it on my grab. So I don't take away the only disciplinary I can do. <laughs> the one thing Kaplan the knows how I, to do correctly yeah. as a Haitian uh, parent. It's like I throw them over the shoulder, I yell at them. I'm like, I'm good at that. I'm good at the like the wrestling move. Okay. So you're telling this is like crazy. You got a quick twitch, Yeah, like, as they would say in basketball. Exactly. No, you're <laughs> telling me, like, what do you think? Like, is there any validity to this idea? No, like, this is I, completely this is insanity, ridiculous. Right? If you pick up a six-month-old baby, or, you can't wait for them to say yes. They can't talk. Right, but even like a three-year-old, I mean a four-year-old, 
But this is starting. This yeah. is saying you're right. Even a three or four year old. At some point, the parent has to be in charge. Yeah. We just got, uh, we got lectured <laughs> yes. from Wilson Vince. Stern talking to. Yeah, and I gotta say, he made a little sense. He made a little sense. There, I'm yeah. on his side. Yeah. I don't think you can sit there. You you're putting the child in charge. Okay. All I can say is, as a comedian, I can speak of this. I've never been a parent, but right. I have been a comedian. Right. As a comedian, you learn pretty quickly that you're in charge of the room. Yeah. You, they say you never ask the audience questions. You never you never go, hey, I like playing basketball. Is anybody in here like basketball? Yeah. Yeah. Before you start your bit, you'll see amateur comics do that. You don't do that because what you're doing is you're transferring the power to the audience. Ooh, little, you're letting them decide. The trade. Yeah, you're letting them decide. Do we like basketball or not? If we say no, he can't do his bit. What you do is you go, you know what, basketball's awesome. Here's why. And then you tell your story. <laughs> you can't transfer the power to the kid at the age, at any age, but especially six months. Okay. So that's it. I, you're settled. Coach Sparks. Coach Sparks. I'm parenting, <laughs> parenting Coach Sparks. based off of stand-up comedy. Parents, but the, here's the last part of this story. Parents say, "Oh, more. sorry, last part." The parents on Instagram. It's a big Instagram thing now. It's it's a trend, which I don't even. Oh, wait, they Instagram themselves. Waiting for the yes, they say you can feel the yes. On so the wait, they take old baby. an annoying. They t- they had to make it more annoying. Like they couldn't be like leave, like more like modern. Like they couldn't just be like I'm gonna do this thing where I ask my kids permission. I'm gonna also social media make it a social media thing. And it's hashtag end rape culture. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> um, with six month old babies. I mean, I'm look. I hashtag end. We all want to end rape, rape culture, whatever. Sure, as much but, as the next guy. But if you really think contribute, it's like. Like, do you think you're going to contribute to, like, the end of war by not, like, I don't know. Like, your kids aren't, like, if I don't let my kids play a Gears of War video game, it's a, is that going to end war? Like, It's a fast track to juvenile hall to yeah. let your kid, put your kid in charge at age yeah. six What about months. putting the kid in military school? Does that, what is it? No. <laughs> well, you got to wait for them to say yes. Right. They're allowed to go to military school. All right. That is all. That's the news. Kaplan. What do we got? We got some great guests coming up. We got a lot in the pipeline. We got a few in the pipeline. Fast and Furious Summer. We got Mark Norman coming up. Next week, we have Gina Yashere from The Daily Show coming on the pod. Mark Norman just put out. He's in every subway. You walk into a subway in New York City. His picture's plastered on the subway, Not the restaurant. You're talking about the subway, the transportation. I'm talking for international listeners. The transportation (laughs) mechanism. (laughs) Mechanism. The MTA. All right. That's exciting. We got some big guests. Big guests. What are you going to do now? This show's over. Is I, it, are we over? <laughs> I'm going to get lost. I'm going to go uh, decompress. I drank too much coffee staying on brand for this episode, and then I'm going to get lost. See, you're off coffee, too. Yeah. Play the music. Play the freaking music. Okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen of the Jewie, as you can see, nothing has been proven here today. These witnesses they brought here do not have evidence to incriminate my clientele. If he's not guilty, he's innocent. If he's not detrimental to the society, they're positive. As I said before, this case is pure bishop. Oh, the one does. Yeah, hmm. see, this, this is exactly what I'm talking about. I mean, I've been meaning to ask this the whole time. Who the hell is bishop? Eh? And, and why hasn't he been brought on the stand? Bishop, Bishop, not true fuss. Bishop! Oh, bullshit. We. Oui. I dedicate this record at the carnival to all you brothers taking long trips down south, Virginia, 
Baltimore, all around the world, and your girl gets this message that you ain't coming back. She's sitting back in a room, the lights is off, she's crying, and then my voice comes in, pow, in the middle of the night, and this is what I told her for you. Every time I make a run, girl, you turn around and cry. I ask myself why, oh, why? See, you must understand, I can't work a nine to five, so I'll be gone till November. Said I'll be gone till November, I'll be gone till November. You tell my girl, you I'll be gone till November, I'll be gone till November, I'll be gone till November. You tell my girl, you I'll be gone till November. January, February, March, April, May. I see you crying, but girl, I can't stay. I'll be gone till November, I'll be gone till November. And give a kiss to my mother. When I come back, there'll be no need to clock. I have enough money to buy out the blocks. Tell my brother go to school in September so he won't mess up in summer school in the summer. Tell my cousin Jerry wear his condom. If you don't wear condom, you see a red rum. Oh, 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 oh. You sucker MCs, you got no flow. I heard your style, you got so so. Every time I make a run, girl, you turn around and cry. I ask myself why, oh, why? See, you must understand. I can't work a nine to five, so I'll be gone till November. Said I'll be gone till November, I'll be gone till November. I'll be gone till November. You tell my girl, yo, I'll be gone till November. January, February, March, April, May. I see you crying, but girl, I can't stay. I'll be gone till November. I'll be gone till November. Don't give a kiss to my mother. I had to flip nothing and turn it into something. Hip hop turns to the future rock when I smash a pumpkin. Commit treason, then I have a reason to hunt you down. It's only right, it's rapid season. Yeah, you with the loud voice, posing like your top choice voice. I make a hearse out of your Rolls Royce. Besides, I got my girl to remember, and I committed that I'll be back in November. Every time I make a run, girl, you turn around and cry. I ask myself why, oh why? See, you must understand, I can't work a nine to five, so I'll be gone till November. Give a kiss to my mother I know the hustle's hard, but we got an enterprise